hey, we should start our own podcast. Let's do it. Wait, crap. How is it going to go? <laughs> true crime shirt right now it oh my goodness true, it says true crime and wine i really should have some wine how on we have brand. a lot of wine upstairs yeah, we have a lot of wine i and the only one who drinks it is her cat <laughs> while she attempts so i we already had a lot of wine because dylan gets bottles of wine from people all the time but uh and we hardly ever drink but it i have a few bottles of wine that and i haven't drank for my five-year anniversary at work last month i've been there five years everybody wow. thank you very much I've been at my work for two years. My boss got me five bottles of Jolie, which was really Jolie. sweet. <laughs> Jolie. Jolie. Yeah. Um, um, anyway, so this is a Sisterious podcast. It is. And my name's Mackenzie. And I am Rainy. And we are going to be finishing up part two mm. of our Khalil Wheeler Weaver case. Khalil Wheeler Kill. Yeah. Yeah, it's a tongue twister, apparently. Yeah. Khalil Wheeler Weaver. Khalil Wheeler Weaver. It's actually not that hard, but. Khalil Wheeler Weaver. Khalil? Khalil. Khalil. Khalil Wheeler Weaver. Wheeler? Wheeler. Wheeler? Yeah, the Wheeler. Saying what, what way? Oh my God. Whiskey. The safe word is whiskey. White. White? White. White. Whoopee cushion. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my goodness. Window. <laughs> anyway, about the cat drinking the wine. Our cat eats the, to- wine like the tops of the bottles of wine for some reason. They're sitting in our wine rack and she starts chewing on them. Well, so all the. Chacha likes metal. All the foil that's around the top and the corks in some of them that have mm-hmm. corks. She chews them all up. She also eats uh, light. So all our pretty wine looks ugly now. It has. Cat marks in it. It does. Oh, I, okay. I got to tell this really fast because I was going to tell you, then you ran downstairs. So uh, I was having some weird dreams last night. I don't know what was going on, but I was dreaming all crazy, and I was dreaming, and it was actually this morning, I guess, because it was right when I got up, but I was, like, sleeping in bed, and I was having this dream, and you know how you kind of forget your dreams as the day goes on, so I kind of yeah. forgot exactly what was happening in the dream, but I feel like we were on a boat, and the boat was sinking, and we mm-hmm. had to, like, get off the boat, so I was, like, running to, like, get, I was trying to get out of this boat, you know, and I was, like, in this tiny little hallway, and there was, like, things hitting me in the arm, like, the, like, there's like chains or something on the wall, like you know, construction work or like oh my equipment basically on the wall that kept like 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 these blankets like brushing up mm-hmm. against my arms and like kind of pushing me around as I'm trying to like get through this narrow hallway. And I'm like, <laughs> like I'm going like <clears throat> you know, like in my sleep. And I wake up and it's time for me to get up anyways. But Doja is on my arm going and like pot, like literally making biscuits all up and down my the side of me. And I realized that in my dream that like getting hit uh-huh. is her pawing me. <laughs> Isn't that so funny? I'm yes. just like, I'm like, does she do oh. it with her claws? Not always. Sometimes she does. Sometimes she just goes like like really fast. Like when she's like she's smacking me. <laughs> or I'll be like asleep and she just like grabs my face. Like she doesn't like even put her claw she just sets her paw on my face. Like, no. <laughs> or the other night she just bit me in the head randomly. Pip and bites me all the time. I wasn't doing anything. I was just all sitting the there. Time. She just goes like literally yeah. looks at me and goes, <laughs> and Yeah, that's right. what Pippin does. She just like like what the heck? Just bit the freaking top. She, of have my you head. seen her bite the dogs before? Yeah. She'll just walk up to him and go, Row! and then bite him. She bit Sage in the chest the other day, and Sage looked down at her like, "What are you doing?" Because <laughs> she doesn't hurt when she bites. Right. Yeah. It's a soft bite, but it's still it's like, like, what? In the world? Why are you biting? Me? That's what she did. She's just like, and it was as confusing for the dogs as it is for me. <laughs> well, that's what she did. Like, she doesn't normally bite me, so her just like. Walk up to me, all suspicious, acting like she just like, and just like stuck like that. I'm like, stop. She's a little weirdo. She is kind of strange. Yeah, she's funny, but I thought that was you know funny how she was pawing me, and I was th- like in my dream that and I felt funny. her pawing. That's super funny. Yeah. 
All right. Well, I guess we should probably get into the case today. Yes, let's do it because it is a work night for me. So last week we finished up by talking about uh, Tiffany Taylor's encounter with Khalil. Um, She had been abducted Mm -hmm. and assaulted and raped. Mm -hmm. I don't like, I know some people feel like raped is a trigger word. But I also don't like downplaying it by saying assaulted. Because I feel like, well, assault is different from rape. It is, but a lot of people will say assault when they mean rape just because they don't want to say rape. But, oh. Which I understand if some people do have a trigger to that. Yeah. Like, I get that. Like, it's a, it's a dirty word in a way. Like, but it's what it is. And that's kind of the thing. That's why I feel like people who rape people need it to be clear that that it's was rape. rape. <laughs> yeah. It is what it is, you know. It's yeah. not anything different. But, yeah, I agree. Because that can be—it gets confusing. You're like, wait, sexual assault? Because sexual assault is also classified as other, like— Right. Like, or, there's a lot of sexual assault that is not rape. technically rape. Right. Exactly. But so, anyway. Yeah. So, he he did rape her. Um, And then she tried to have him caught by the police, but that didn't work out because the police were very stupid. The and police are trash. They wanted to— Arrest her instead of him. They didn't end up arresting her, but they had threatened to. Yeah, this is pretty messed up. I want to say I'm surprised, but I'm not. Anyway, if the police had done their job, they definitely could have saved some lives, uh, at least one. And that's because just a month later, Khalil struck again. So... Sarah Butler was a 20-year-old college student visiting her family in Montclair, New Jersey for Thanksgiving in the fall of 2016. The Butlers had moved to Montclair when their girls Bassania, Sarah, that's just a middle child, and Aaliyah were young. Wait, Bassania, Sarah? Bassania is their oldest daughter. Oh, and then and Sarah. And then Sarah okay, is okay. the girl we're talking about, and that's the middle Wow, they child. really went with... Unique to basic. Yeah. Pisania, <laughs> then Sarah, then Aaliyah. I wonder, kind of in the middle. <laughs> I wonder how people feel, like, that must be what they think when you're like, sunny, rainy, Mackenzie. Mackenzie. Like, there's actually a theme. There's a reason, like, there's a theme going, I promise, even if you don't see it. Yeah, it's theme. Might, the theme might not immediately be recognizable, but it's there. It's a theme. It's a theme. It's a sub-theme. It is, it is. It's a, there's a theme, and then there's a sub-theme. Yeah, in our... and it just only goes for the two of you. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Which wasn't even on purpose. Like, Sunny and Rainy isn't because of Sunny and Rainy. It's no. totally two totally different things. Sunny isn't even his name. It's just no. a nickname. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. So, anyway, they moved to Montclair when the girls were young. They chose that area specifically because of the access to good sc- the good school system. Hmm. Okay. And the opportunities that it could create for their daughters. So, they were just, you know, wanted them to grow up with the most opportunities they right. could. Right. The girls were all pretty gifted. They were, they just excelled in school. They participated in dance and swim. They were really good swimmers. Oh, very nice. They even got jobs as lifeguards at the YMCA when they were all in high school. Oh, sounds like Hunter. (laughs) He's a little swim buddy. Swimmer. Swimmer boy. Yep. Yep. Sarah, like I said, was the middle daughter, and she loved dancing the most. Mm. She was captain of the Montclair High School dance team. Whoa. And the traveling troupe at the Premier Dance Theater. Whoa. She won the school's dance scholarship, and she finished third at Amateur Night at the Apollo Theater in Harlem. Dang. Yeah. I absolutely love to dance. I am terrible at it, though. But I do love to dance. Like, I'm not afraid to bust a move. Like, I totally will. It just won't be pretty. I love dancing. I There's always a song in my heart. Through college, most everybody thought I was completely drunk when we would go out because I danced a lot. But like it was just because I liked to dance. Isn't most like of the a, time, a lot of the time, I was sober completely. <laughs> a lot of the time, yeah. I was. Isn't that, like, a theme in our family, though? Like, I feel like I've had other family members say that. Like, everybody thinks we're drunk, but we're totally sober. Yeah, we're just fun. We are Sorry. fun. That's just... The Deans are cool. We're it's just the Dean blood. <laughs> we are fun. We're a fun group. You don't have to be... I'm so excited for our cruise. Y'all, we are going on a cousin's cruise. it's going to be cruise. crazy, honestly. There's, like, 25 of us going on this cruise. We're all cousins, and it's going to be Lit. a blast. Although, the drinking thing, that drink package, seems like a scam. So, Definitely I'm just going to have to pay out of pocket for my drinks. Then me, too. 
I bet you they make them so weak, too, and you're like, you're going to need, like, six of them yeah, <laughs> to literally. feel a buzz. I'm just going to have to take shots only. Like, I know they're not cheap, but it's cheaper than a bunch of fruity drinks that aren't going to do anything for yeah, me. Yeah, and then you get all the calories, too. Yeah. So I'm going to have to take, like, shits. <laughs> <laughs> Please refrain from taking shits on the deck. I meant six. I don't know how shit came out. I, I was gonna say like six, that to me six shots. Oh my gosh! Shits. I said shits to a patient. Yes. <laughs> when I was meaning to say sits. <laughs> shits. Yes. I was like, oh, what did you say? I had. I was like shushing a lot of my words at the moment for some reason. I do that all the time. I was like on a roll and like my words were stumbling. I was stumbling over my words. I always mess up my words. just like this and I said shits. (laughs) See that's when I go whoops ha and then they usually go I just pretended it didn't happen. (laughs) I say and hoped he didn't notice. I say stuff so out of pocket sometimes like I'm not even going to say anything about that. They're just going to think that girl was a little crazy but whatever. Like one time uh, I was telling a patient because her son like went to U of O or something. I was like, "Oh yeah, my boyfriend goes to O U O O U O." I was like, "Oh, O of U." That's why I said like he goes to O of U. And I never corrected. You didn't? No, I just looked at her and like, and then I walked away. I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna go get doctor for." I got so nervous. I'm like, oh. I don't know why it happens sometimes. My words just come out. and like, mm. I know. Mine happen- Mine, that happens to me, too, all the time. Like, I I don't know. And I'm really bad at just explaining something. To, like, I, I, I dance around the issue forever. Not even on purpose. Like, I'm trying to explain everything really well, but I end up just saying a lot of stuff that doesn't need to be said. Yeah. I'm not good at getting to the point. In case very, y'all haven't noticed. I'm just repetitive. I repeat a lot of things. But I'm trying to drill mm. into their head. Like, do not chew on the tooth. Like I said previously, don't chew on the tooth. Okay, so here's your post-op instructions. Basically, do not chew in your tooth. <laughs> over and over and over again. And but you're we, supposed to. Well, yeah. That's not because you accidentally say it over and over. No. But I do some other stuff like that, too. <laughs> like, I just keep repeating it. I'm like, oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? Yeah. Who it's not a big deal. I'm a person. I'm going to make mistakes with my speech. And I am also not the, well, I'm a good talker, but I'm not a, you're not the most good speecher. <laughs> eloquent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's fine, though. Yeah. Can't be everything. I can't be completely perfect. No. That would just be too much for everybody. Yeah. That would be uh, really difficult. I'm already close enough as it is, so I have yeah. to have some faults. Mm-hmm. Right. Like my acne. <laughs> I am breaking out right now. Look at this. Your pimple patch? Well, that's all a, I can there's see. There's pimples under there, and there's pimples all along my jawline. Mm. I think it's because of the birth control. Well, look at my scars. Oh. I have a scarred up face. Well, maybe if you got on some retinol. I actual do. retinol. Oh, prescription sorry. strength. Maybe, maybe you took care that. of your skin from a younger age. You wouldn't, you'd have more elasticity. Well, yeah, I wasn't taught to take care of my skin at a young age. Anyway, uh, like I said, she was really into dancing. Mm. Um, friends and family said she was constantly dancing whether there was an audience or not she was just really loved it what a vibe i love it and she had the bubbly happy personality to go along with it Hmm, i don't have that she was constantly smiling and her energy was infectious like a disease yes exactly (gasps) a happy disease oh (laughs) i don't want any disease thank you very much happy or not (laughs) just kidding (laughs) <laughs> like the dancing sickness. Uh, yeah, as happy as you think that is, it's not. Everybody died. That's bad. That is bad. Um, so Sarah was actually the first in her family to attend college. Oh, good for you, girl. Yeah. Sounds like Kenzie. And was going to New Jersey City University. Well, New Jersey City University. New Jersey City University. Grand Canyon University. <laughs> <laughs> But she was having a difficult time making friends there and didn't really feel like she was fitting in. Aw, that's so sad. Yeah, I hate that. So this led her to join an app called Tagged. Have you ever heard of Tagged? No. I hadn't either. It's kind of like Bumble, so it's a dating slash friendship app. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah. And on November 22nd, Sarah was visiting her parents for the Thanksgiving holiday. That evening, she asked to borrow the family's minivan to go meet up with a friend. Hmm. Sarah did not return home that night. And so her family decided to file a missing persons report pretty immediately. 
Mm. The family also went into action on their own, spreading the news as far as they could over social media and literally going out searching for Sarah. And That's the how band. I would. If somebody in my close circle went missing, I'd be busting down doors to find them. And apparently they had a friend who worked in the media, and so they were mm. able to actually get it really put out yeah. there on, like, uh, I, I want to say television, but I could have been radio. Um, Hopefully television, because radio is not as po- popular. Well, I guess at the time maybe it wasn't that bad. How long ago was this again? 2016. Uh, I mean, lots actually, of people still listen to the radio. I was going to say, I was still listening to the radio at 2016 in our a car on the way to school. A lot of people do. Yeah. A friend did eventually find the van parked behind an old factory that was just a couple miles from the family's home. Oh, that is not a good sign. So, um, the police searched the vehicle, but found nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, dissatisfied with the police work... Sarah's sister, Basania, and her friends, Lamia Brown and Samantha Rivera, went to go search the van themselves. And although they didn't find anything in the van, right outside of the van on the ground, they found a piece of a red weave that Sarah wore in her hair. Oh, my gosh. So this is not good. This is a bad sign. Yeah, that's bad. And uh, they're pretty upset with how the cops didn't do their job. A piece of a red weave? A red weave from her hair. Like, what do you mean weave? Like a, a red hair extension. Oh. Yeah. Wait. Oh, that's right. She was black. Yes. Sorry. I yeah. totally <laughs> forgot this. I was like, why would she have just a random weave? And then uh, yeah. that makes more sense. Yes. Okay. That's what, okay. All that's of the connecting. victims in this case are black. Okay. As well as Khalil. Khalil is black. Okay. Black on black. In case you didn't get that from his name. Uh, I don't know about you, but I've seen some white kids popping up recently with some awfully strange names. I'm like, what? What is this? It's like, I feel Zahaya Malike Jr. Johnson Anderson. Is it like a bad thing? I'm trying to just like that you can tell someone's going to be black because of their name. No, that white people are starting to name their kids names that were more traditionally like for black people i don't know is that some sort of appropriation i think maybe just come up with new names yeah I well know. i don't know they're all like random they're mo- usually like names mixed together yeah like uh trey sean yes <laughs> yeah exactly it, it, they just like take two names and they mash it together i love it though i love Jamil, i love a good jamal, jamal or jamal isn't really two names kashia or wait I told you about my friend LeVar in school, right? Yeah. That is the most hilarious That's thing. A, I love it. Uh, they're, it's LeVar. <laughs> <laughs> How did he say it again? No, this kid, this other guy in class, he was like, like, Lamar over here, blah, blah, blah. Oh, right. And he's just LeVar. like, and he's literally talking about racism and says, like, Lamar over here has, like, has to deal with blah, blah, blah. And he's like. It's LaVar. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) It was everything in me to not just crack up. That's That's hilarious. That's pretty good. That's so funny. I had, like, three different classes with him, and we always sat next to each other. That's awesome. And we never talked. (laughs) I know people like that, though. Like, you never really talked, but there's, like, somewhat of an understanding between you. That's how I am. There's, like, these three guys at the gym. That every time I go to the one in Grants Pass, they're always there. And there's these, they're huge, mm-hmm. like these ginormous, you know, total, like, bodybuilder-esque guys. And they're older. Like, I'd say they're at least in their 50s. And it seems like they're just a close group of friends that work out together. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, I don't know, but some strange way, I feel like they got my back. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. Like, we're always there. We're always working in the similar area. And we always kind of, like, you know, like... Mm-hmm. Not greet each other, but, like, acknowledge each other, I'd say. Yeah. And I'm always just like, I don't know. I feel like there's a friendliness. Like, oh, look at her go. Like, she's really putting in the work. Good for her. Like, nice. almost like that proud. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it, but I'm always like, oh. They tell you about the kids at the gym. Oh, my gosh. These two little teenage rat boys come running up right next to me. Literally in my, like, area. I was, uh, like, at one of the, you know, I was in, in your front. area. In my area. Well, mm-hmm. not that area. Otherwise, it would be throwing out some kung fu to kick them off but uh like i was in the free weight section there's the benches i had a bench and i was doing like curls and other stuff and you know you're not standing on the bench when you're curling right. so i'm like standing next to the bench and they come up and they're like basically they're out on one bench and then the other one's like behind my bench what 
And, like, literally, like, there's probably this much space between us. And, like, dude, I'm going to turn around and punch you with this freaking How dumbbell like, in my face. Tricep extension. <laughs> oh. And they're literally going, like, <sighs> what the heck? <sighs> and flexing in the mirror. I'm just like, oh, my god. I know. And those guys were there. And they, we both were, like, <laughs> like, gave each other the look, like, oh, my lord. <laughs> I know. We're just like, what the heck? <laughs> it was the weird. And, like. I don't know. I just got real. And, like, they definitely had muscle, but I think it was because they were so freaking skinny. There's no fat to teenage hide. kids. Exactly. Yeah. They're skinny, and they had, like, you know, that te- like that teenage boy build mm-hmm. where it's, like, you can totally see all their little muscles, uh-huh. but they're not big. big yeah. Exactly. And I'm like, dude, I, not only was <laughs> I curling way more than them, but they're, just, like, they had 20s, and they weren't even getting it up nearly close enough to where <laughs> it needed to be. And, like, you're not even doing the right workout. You're doing nothing for yourself. <laughs> and then you're all up in my space. You're making all these weird sounds. You're flexing in the mirror, which is totally fine. Like, I do it sometimes, too, at the gym. But not like, a, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> you, but whatever. You know what? At least they're really happy with themselves. That's I guess At least that's they're exercising. They could be playing video out. games. I yeah, that's totally true. I, I'm I respect that. Good for them. Uh, the only thing I would say, and you know, good for them for even like you know liking yourself. Like yeah. a lot of people have are so that's self. True. Like you you love yourself. I support that one hundred percent. But maybe do it not in my personal space. Yeah. Just like if you literally <laughs> just moved like three feet over, everything would have been fine, <laughs> and I would not have thought anything. But I was just like, why are you right behind me? That like you're in my literally you're in my way. You're almost on top of my jacket that's on the ground. What the heck? Yeah. I was just like, that's so weird. I know. I was just like, what the heck? I don't know. Oh. I've had some weird experiences with teenage boys at the gym. Like, dear God, you guys are the worst section of people. But it's <laughs> that's a lot to handle. I forget how teenage boys like looking. Like I obviously I, I haven't been not a teenager for quite that long. Like, I ha- like, I'm saying it hasn't mm-hmm. been that long since I've been a teenager. So, I for- like, now looking into what teenage boys are, I'm like, yeah. oh, wow. Yeah. That is Your boyfriend would have been in bad. that group. Hunter? No. Oh. Your boyfriend when you were a teenager. Like, a, the weird group? Oh, you mean Matt? <laughs> no. Oh, well, well, I liter- mean, yes, but I... No, he'd have legit muscles to flex. I don't mean, uh, I mean, you know. I, Isaiah? Yes. Oh. Yeah. He was in that... A rat, rat boy, boy f- group. <laughs> yeah. That was a charity case for sure. <laughs> um, okay, so they found the red weave. This confirmed to them that something terrible had happened to Sarah. Oh, no. So they decided to look into her social media accounts oh, because smart. they knew the her girls passwords. Or the, the girls are doing it. Okay. The girls are. No, the police didn't do that, actually. Are we surprised? No. No. Exactly. Unfortunately, we're not surprised. No. So they decided, we're going to look into her social media accounts. You know, she's been at, like away at college for a while. We don't know all her friends and right. who yeah. she might be connected with. That makes sense. And maybe she, like, she said she was going to go meet a friend. We need to find out who this friend is. Mm-hmm. So they had, she had shared previously her passwords with them. So they knew how to get right into her stuff. Leave it to, to the girls to get to snoop to extreme and find stuff like this. That's right. Literally, this is the police need to hire. Mm-hmm. You'll find anybody on social media in no time. Absolutely. So they logged into her tagged account and found a user with the screen name Lil Yacht Rock. <laughs> yep. Yep. Wow. Connected. <laughs> that had connected with her. Um, so soon after they started talking, he was offering her money for sex. Like, they connected and, like, within one, two messages, he was asking for sex. Wow. Yeah. Desperate. So Sarah had declined initially, uh, and then several times after that, before he offered her $500, which is when she ended up agreeing. <gasps> Sarah. Yeah. You got to at least put that up for like $3,000. Girls are on OnlyFans are making that for feet pics. <laughs> Come on. I'm just kidding. I mean, at that maybe. time. Maybe some of them. Oh, yeah, definitely. Some people but, are making that much. But, but uh. Definitely OnlyFans wasn't as big. Was it even OnlyFans I around? I have no then? idea. I feel like it only got big like four, three, four years ago. Yeah. I don't even know, to be completely honest with Me you. Either. Sarah, I think I should start one. <laughs> from the messages, it was clear that Sarah was nervous about meeting with this strange man for sex. 
which, uh, yeah, you should be nervous. You better be packing (laughs) a gun, (laughs) to be clear. However, because she, uh, that was weird. I don't know. She says, however, because, (laughs) however, because, (laughs) however, because, uh, what was that? What is that considered a double entendre? Is that what that is? I don't don't think so. No, a double entendre is when one thing means two different things, right? I think so. Yeah. So anyway, uh, so it was pretty obvious that she was nervous because she had actually stood him up already once she had agreed and then didn't go and he was like what the heck and just robbed them (laughs) (laughs) he's like why didn't you show sorry my dog is sick yeah and then when she agreed to meet with him again after the first time that she didn't show up she messaged him literally like like joking but asking you're not a serial killer right oh god yeah it's really sad this is a message to all you ladies, not that we're victim blaming, but trust that voice in your head because clearly something was telling her this isn't a great situation. Oh, yeah. I you trust my gut 100%. It's there for a reason. I, I fully follow my intuition because there's been too many times that if I just followed my intuition, I would have gotten a lot better of a situation <laughs> out of it, and I yeah. didn't. So I always, I do it now. I'm like, mm, my gut's telling me no, so I'm not going to do it. But so, yeah. no. Yeah. But you got to be able to differentiate between, like, logical and not logical. That, that's true. That's, I mean, sometimes it's just ridiculous. Right. Like, I'm not going to get on that plane because I just kind of got nervous and I think that's my gut feeling. Right. Not that sort of stuff. Yeah. Or like, hmm. Because then you'll never do anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would not have skydived. Skydive? I, sky I really need a skydive now. You do. So next time you guys go, I will go 100%. All right. But I literally couldn't have afforded this time even if I wanted to. So that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. So um, that is where she was going the night she disappeared. She had made plans to meet up with Lil Yacht Rock for <laughs> sex. What are these names? <laughs> have you seen Instagram handles? They're the worst. <laughs> like, what? Mine's just my name. Following. Yeah, mine's Twisted Sister, so. <laughs> but, like, half the boys, it's like, Lil Gemini Young Thug, 300,000 BKY, I don't even know. And then they're, like, a 100-pound, you know, 17-year-old white boy. <laughs> okay. With pubes for a mustache. I was like, what? No. We should not be seeing pubes. Or it's always, like, the long, skinny EOT. I don't know what's up with, like, or beard. It's like, you know. On a 17-year-old? I've seen some. Oh, oh my there were some like fifteen-year-old kids at my school with a full-on Amish beard, like not <laughs> no joke. <laughs> and they're like six foot five and like three hundred pounds. Oh my gosh! Yeah, like these are. Why are we feeding these kids anymore? Well, they were the it's total. All the these GMOs. were the hicks of the hicks of the school. Like these were hick hicks, and these hicks, well, they were basically large cows. <laughs> what? Like bulls? Like they're just like. Like, ginormous. Like, those are men. I don't care what anybody says. That is not That is not a child. That is a grown man. That is a man. Yeah. yeah. That's scary. That's scary. Ugh. Although I don't remember them being actually bad, so. Maybe that wasn't that scary. Yeah. They were just large. So, then these three girls made, like, a huge jump in the investigation. Samantha made a fake profile on Tagged, and they oh. hoped that they could connect with Lil Yacht Rock. Samantha's one of Basania's friends. Right, yes. Uh, I remember that. Okay. Um, and they hoped that they connect with Lil Yacht Rock and find some info. Little. By total luck, one of the first profiles that so- they saw what? was Lil Yacht Rock. Are you freaking kidding me? Yep. That was one of their connected peoples. I feel like this guy kind of is like a loot, like, oh, he's definitely a loser. Not even a loser, but like kind of dumb. No, he's that too. So they gave his profile a thumbs up and then they had to wait to see if he would respond. Mm. The next day, the three women were actually at the police station to give statements and get an update on the investigation when Samantha received a reply from Lil Yacht Rock in the police station. Wow. He was. Immediately asking for sex. Like, that was his opening line. <laughs> Sir, I don't think that's an app for sex work. That's what that's he not, was go- using it that, for. Well, you know what? My, for my very, very, very short time on Bumble, there that was... I only talked to... Well, I actually only talked to two people, but I swiped 
on three or something like that. And then you just, like, mm-hmm. say hey or whatever because you have to respond first. And then they just be like, DTF. And then I would just be like, nope. And I delete them. <laughs> like, I don't even want anything because I don't really know why I'm even here. But then Hunter showed up and, well, that's that. <laughs> and what was his DTF? No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Actually, he that talked about Hunter. baking cookies with his mom. Like, okay. <laughs> I'll take the bait. <laughs> Actually, is what happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get it. You're a good one. All right, all right, whatever. And he is. I know, I know. He is. I lucked out. I did. That was funny. I know. <laughs> That's how it was. And like, you gotta be kidding me. You're like, come on, dude. <laughs> all right, laid it on a little thing. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm like, this kid's totally like hamming it up over here. Trying what to. What was his name? Mama's boy. <laughs> I think these ones had to be your actual name. Uh, so. okay. <laughs> I don't know, but I just remember that. And yeah, I'm like, well, this kid is, yes, he's hunty. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Anyway, um, he also asked if she could meet up right away for this uh, sexual encounter. Wow. Like right now, he like was, in the next three minutes. He was minutes. in need of sex badly. He was on a sex. I'm sorry, but I generally think that some people, like some males, just need to have, just need to be castrated. Yeah. Like, actually, I genuinely think there's a decent that amount of males out there. That dick is only causing problems. Yeah. Well, it's like a feral thing. It's, like, yeah. they're going, like, you need to <laughs> yes. control. Like, I'm sorry, but when animals act out, we put them down. <laughs> So you're lucky I'm just suggesting castration. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. All I'm saying. Rainy 2024. <laughs> Vote for me. <laughs> Let's not. Yeah, actually don't. I should not have that responsibility. I think a woman would make a great leader. You're not old enough anyway. But not me because I would destroy things <laughs> very quickly. <laughs> she says like, kill them. Kill them all. Uh, ooh, uh, we may have a We would reaction. have lines up outside of the White House for a little mini guillotine. And I'd be the dicks. one using it. Yeah. <laughs> but next. <laughs> well, it's like how I say I couldn't be a cop because I wouldn't be able to hold myself back and I'd just beat the crap out of terrible people. Like, well, I'm a cop, so I can do it. I would abuse the power. That's why I can't be the president. Yes, you would abuse the power. The president isn't really the one with all the power. It's more just like the show bird or whatever but the you would still abuse that power that oh yeah (laughs) definitely um obviously the women were already very suspicious of this guy and not interested in sex but this um definitely was confirming that he was not a cool character yeah i would be like all right girls get the glocks we're gonna go meet up like i think this really is the guy this is the guy let's Um, make let's make an old-fashioned booby trap like (laughs) scooby-doo How cool would that be? Come on, be? Fred, let's sit, lay a trap. <laughs> and then, like, they get it lured trap into, like, the hotel thing. room and it gets all trapped. That would be so it Falls into a trap door. <laughs> I love it. I think that should be done. Samantha continued to try to keep the conversation going, though, saying that she couldn't meet him right then, but that she really needed the money and was very interested, but would be mil- willing to meet later. Mm. The messaging kind of escalated to a phone call, and Bassania, quickly thinking on her feet, pulled out her phone and recorded the conversation that Samantha had with Lil Yarok. Smart girl. Mm -hmm. These girls are smart. This is all while they're still in the police station, mind you. (laughs) What the? Yeah. These girls are literally, like... They're the investigators. They did all the investigating. Okay. Do you tell us where they're at in life after the end of this? These girls specifically? No. Sorry. I'm like, are they investigators? What are these people they now? They should be. They, yeah, that's like, these are smart girls. That was some I'm very impressed. detective work, yeah, for sure. Good, good, At least good private thinking. eyes. Very um, sleuthy. Yeah, yeah, I, that's awesome. Good for you <laughs> girls. So they made a plan to meet up at a Panera Bread that was close oh, to the police station. Classy. Yeah. And they went immediately to the police and told them what happened. Wow. Two officers, <clears throat> instead of... <laughs> So instead of a nice sexual encounter at the Panera, behind the Panera, <laughs> Lil Yacht Rock instead got two police officers. Oh. Well. Yeah. So some police officers went and met him. Oh, and uh, guess who they found when they got to Panera? Khalil. Khalil Wheeler Weaver. Fucking Khalil. Yep. <laughs> yep. So they questioned him about Sarah's disappearance, mm. and he seemed... You know, like, 
like he did before, forthcoming with information. And Look, this is where we're going to hook up. Yeah. He's like, I just want to fuck. <laughs> he told them his real name and that he had gone out with Sarah that night, but that she dropped him off back at his friend's garage around 9 o'clock. And he stayed at that friend's house the rest of the night. They didn't have anything substantial to hold Khalil on, so they had to let him go at this time. Although I feel like soliciting sex is like that's literally illegal. You can't go. So he probably could have held him on that. This is in Vegas, buddy. Uh, This is in Vegas. (laughs) No, it's New Jersey. Wait, is it legal in all of Nevada or just Vegas? Oh, oh my gosh. Yep. But (laughs) they so they had to let him go, but they didn't feel totally good about him. They definitely were more suspicious of him this time than previous officers Mm -hmm. had been in previous situations. Okay. So the police looked into his alibi, which was Richard Isaacs, an old high school friend. And sure enough, when they went to him, he told them that a woman in a blue minivan came and picked up Khalil from his auto garage. And then she dropped him back off around 9 o'clock, and he didn't see her again after that that night. The next step for the police was looking into Sarah's phone records. So they were actually looking into her location records, and they found that her phone last pinged from a tower near Eagle Rock Reservation, which is a 400-mile preserve that stretches over Montclair, Orange, and Verona, New Jersey. It's a pretty, obviously, 400-mile large uh, preserve. Dang. On December 1st, the police officers go to search the reserve for any clues, and it doesn't take them long to find the body of Sarah Butler. Oh, no. She was barely hidden under a pile of brush, kind of behind a trailer, although her legs were sticking out. Like, that's how they saw her. They saw her peeking from behind the trailer. What? Mm-hmm. Um, in an empty parking lot. So her hands and feet, Oops, like I said, were sticking out from the edge. Mm-hmm. So. Not a great hiding job. No. After they removed the sweatpants that were tied tightly around her neck. Oh, my god! And the duct tape that was wrapped completely around her head (gasps) from just under her eyes all the way down to her chin, they could clearly see that it was Sarah. What? Yeah. Yeah. What the heck? Mm -hmm. This guy is so weird. He and needs a punch to the face a few times. Oh, he's on the a lot more than that. Oh, yeah. Line him up in front of your guillotine. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I feel like I would cartrise it. Like and then, like, a vice grip for the balls. That sounds good. Decent. Like Fair. a cage, actually. We'll just cage him. <laughs> what? Like a chastity belt? Yeah. <laughs> so they have the urge, but they can't do anything about it. Uh-huh. Put a chastity belt on them and then a key to the chastity belt dangling in front of them on a treadmill so they're always running for the key. <laughs> and then when it's like time for them to get they're too weak to do anything because <laughs> they're too exhausted. <laughs> Am I an evil person? <laughs> <laughs> so Sarah's autopsy revealed that the cause of death was strangulation by the sweatpants that had been wrapped around her neck. Oh. That is not a good way to Which go. Which her family confirmed were not hers. Mm, okay. It also revealed that she had been sexually assaulted Ugh. and there was DNA found under her fingernails that mm. did not belong to her. That's what it, you do, ladies. Scratch. Scratch is the hell out of them. Scratch and bite. Leave yep. any marks you can. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what you got to do. Absolutely. Scratch, bite, kick, kick. Throw up. Get your Scream. DNA everywhere. Start spitting on Poop, shit. Pee. Yeah. <laughs> do whatever. <laughs> Just... Go ha- go feral. Yeah. Go feral. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, do whatever it takes. Yeah. Because it's going to happen. It and might- obviously she was trying to fight. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So the police immediately think back to Khalil. They just didn't fully trust him, and he was the last known person to be with Sarah when she was alive. So they obtained a warrant for the location data on Khalil's phone. They found that on the night of Sarah's disappearance, Khalil's phone pinged in almost all all of the same locations as Sarah's phone and right around the same times, including oh. the one near Eagle Rock Reservation oh at 10 o'clock p.m. Oh, so it's almost like he did it. Which was an hour after Khalil and his alibi said Sarah dropped him back off at the garage. Mm-hmm. 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 It's not adding up, uh-uh. Khalil. So what's going on? So they went back to Richard's Isaacs and told him about finding Sarah's body. 
Yeah. And asked if he was sure that Khalil was with him that night. Uh, Richard about shit his pants, realizing that this is a lot more serious than he originally thought. And he admitted that he was lying before and that Khalil was not with him that night at all. But that he had asked him to be his alibi if the police came by asking questions. And he, Khalil gave him a story to go with. He went with what Khalil said. Mm. He told the officers he had no idea what he was covering for, but that he was just trying to help a buddy out. Um, don't do that. Don't do that. No. Don't do that. It's, no, not worth it. Uh-uh. No. Now that the police know that Khalil was lying to them about his mm-hmm. whereabouts on October 22nd, and the fact that his phone followed the same path as Sarah's on that night, they had enough to arrest him for Sarah's murder. He is arrested on December 6th and charged with Sarah's murder and desecrating human remains. Oh. Khalil never stops ever, even now, claiming that he is innocent. And unfortunately for him, he is such a bad liar and gives so many <laughs> conflicting stories that it just becomes more and more clear that he was the killer. Oh, my gosh. What about the DNA? We'll get there. Oh, okay. The police went through Khalil's search history and found that he had been looking up many disturbing things, oh. um, including searches like, quote, how to kill people with bleach. What? And how to make homemade poisons to kill people. Oh, to kill humans. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. The police were shocked to also find that in the midst of searches like this, he was also searching how to become a police officer. What? And researching the tests and requirements necessary to become one. Oh, these are the people who are police officers, guys. Yes. What about that police officer that followed a woman home and raped her? Anyway, Khalil was living a double life. To the people wow. that Khalil went to high school with, he was a nerdy kid. He always wore his glasses and nice dress shirts tucked into khaki pants. Wow. He didn't go to parties. He didn't play sports and he didn't date. But he wasn't bullied either. He wasn't really a loner. He was just like... He was just a nice kid. Yeah. Oh, it's to, the quiet ones. Yeah. To his friends, Khalil was a funny guy. He was quiet and didn't talk much, but when he did, he was hilarious, apparently. So me. Uh, Actually, not, I not talk all the time, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you never stop talking, so. Oh. <laughs> you talk a lot. I have a lot of things to say. You do. To everyone, it was clear that he, to be fair, you are hilarious a lot of the time. <laughs> Thanks. I needed that. <laughs> <laughs> to everyone, it was clear that he came from a good home, which he did. Even though many of his classmates grew up in rough neighborhoods and assisted housing, Khalil had a comfortable life living in a large house with nice in a nice neighborhood. Mm. To his parents, he was a good kid that did well in school and had plans to follow in the family business of law enforcement. His father was a police detective in West Orange, and his uncle had been a police detective in Newark for many years. At the time of his killing, Khalil was actually working for a company called Sterling Security as a security guard at a local hotel and a grocery store. (laughs) Yeah. He was someone that nobody would have ever thought could be a killer. But the evidence began to pile up. Number one, the DNA found under Sarah's fingernails was a match for Khalil. Oh, well, there you go, bud. Mm -hmm. You're toast. Number two, on the night of her disappearance, his movements matched hers almost exactly. Yeah. Plus, he searched out ways to kill people (laughs) on the internet, faked his alibi, and was continuing to tell lies about his contact with Sarah. This was a lot of evidence for a case, but much of it could be considered circumstantial. Um, And the problem really became motive. They didn't know why he had targeted Sarah. Because he's a freak. Well, yes, but they didn't. That's not a good enough motive at the time. Yeah. Uh, Khalil himself said that he had not known Sarah before they communicated on Tagged. With no previous history, why would he want to kill Sarah? Because he just wants to kill somebody. There's creepers like that. That's not even that crazy. It's not, but they still is something you have to have for a case. You have to have motive. Uh, this is when police from different jurisdictions thought that Sarah's case sounded I was quite just going to say, when is somebody going to pick up on that? Because mm-hmm. that's not, like, that's odd. So, on December 5th, a homeowner requested an estimate to fix up their property at 354 Highland Avenue in West Orange, New Jersey. Okay. This is about six miles from Montclair, where Sarah was killed. Okay. Two contractors arrived at the home and found the deceased body of a woman on the second floor landing. Mm. 
This young woman had had taped wrapped around her head from her eyes to her mouth and a jacket tied around her neck. Very similar to Sarah's. Yeah. The body was confirmed to be that of 33-year-old missing woman Joanne Brown, Mm -hmm. whose disappearance police had not taken seriously before. And now after hearing the details of Wheeler Weaver's arrest in Montclair, they are connecting it with Joanne's murder. Well, what about the girl in the very beginning who got away? Because even though the duct tape was wrapped around her head, she, like, licked it off or Mm -hmm. she was bleeding. So it came off. Has nobody connected that one yet? Not yet. Maybe if they had just called that number back that Amia gave them, they could have prevented at least two more attacks and one murder. (sighs) (sighs) Police in Orange recognized Khalil Weaver as the man they had questioned about Robin West's murder. uh, And so that was the, you know, that was the initial one. Mm -hmm. When they searched his phone or his home, they found two cell phones on the nightstand beside his bed. And a third one hidden under his mattress. What? Yeah. Who? Nobody needs three phones. Yeah, don't. Unless you're doing something nefarious. Exactly. That's the only reason why you would need more than, well, two phones is understandable. A a regular phone and a work phone. That's pretty normal. Three phones. But three is nefarious activity. As a young man who's not, like, like, in a professional, like, like, why do you have three phones? (laughs) Anyway, he had contacted many women through all these phones no. asking for sex and Dude, oh using gosh. tagged and other different online dating sites. Oh, gosh. And wouldn't you know it, Khalil's phone records indicated that he was also in all of the same locations as Robin and Joanne on the night of their murders. Oh, wow. Shocker. Or the nights of their murders, I'm I so say. not surprised. Yeah. So really, the motive became that he was a serial killer and he wanted to rape and murder women. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> motive. There you go. That's the motive right hmm. there. But what really ended up sealing this case against Wheeler Weaver was Tiffany Taylor's testimony. After being treated so horribly by the police when she reported her rape, she lost what little faith that she had had with the police. But after hearing about all the women that he had murdered, she knew she had to do something. Hmm. So she was incredibly brave and gave a full testimony at Khalil Wheeler Weaver's trial of her full attack. She was actually the star witness in this case. And without her, they might not have even been able to convict him. Holy crap. Assistant prosecutor Mira Ohm told news outlets that she couldn't emphasize enough how much Taylor's testimony made a difference in the case and thanked the friends and family of Sarah Butler, who also helped lure Wheeler Weaver to the police. Because mm. without them, they also might have never found him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they would have. They weren't going in that direction no. at all. <laughs> they weren't doing anything. No. Throughout the trial, Khalil maintained his innocence. Like I said, he always said it wasn't him. Mm-hmm. He said he was being set up by the Essex County Police Department and that Tiffany Taylor was lying. Yeah. This is one quote from him during the trial. This is disgusting. My heart goes out to the families. However, I was not the person who committed these crimes. He's like... Just, like, you know, trying to pretend, like, I'm really sorry that this all happened, but it wasn't me. <sighs> See, I until I couldn't be a cop. If, as soon as that kid said something like that out of his mouth, it would be a punch straight to the face. Just yeah. roundhouse kick to the mouth. I don't even care. It would... Nope. Sorry. I can't, yeah. can't do that. His public defender asked the judge for leniency uh, based on his age and pointed out he had no prior convi- convictions. Okay, and? And he was young. I think he was 22. I don't know if I said that or not. Dang. But I think he was 22. That is young. He was young. I'm 22. <clears throat> but Tiffany Taylor was having none of that and said, as far as him saying that all he, I'm sorry, this is a quote. As far as him saying that he still didn't do it, it makes me feel like he has no type of remorse about it at all. Like he hasn't even shed a tear about anything. So he's not sorry at all about what he did. I'm over 100% sure it was him. Wow. Because she knew him before it happened. Yeah, yeah. It's not like Khalil. she's identifying a person right, who raped her. Like, she, they had not a relationship. She had like, a relationship, but not a romantic right, relationship. Right, like they just, yeah, exactly. They were friends yeah. and hung out. And then he became a creep and she stopped hanging out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Fair enough. She Apparently he, he couldn't handle. Couldn't deal. No. 
Sarah Butler's father, Victor, was one of many who were able to give victim impact statements at the trial and spoke to the jury saying, quote, I hope you find it in your heart that you can give him the longest maximum sentence. And I hope that he lives for a very long time and they make him (laughs) suffer every night in there like he made our girl suffer. That's what he said? Yes. Good for you, sir. Good for you. (laughs) Absolutely. Read them. I probably would have been a little more profane, but maybe yeah, they like, wouldn't let I you continue if you were I hope they bend him over every damn night. <laughs> he wanted sex. Oh, he's going to get He's going to get plenty of sex. <laughs> Don't you worry, sweetheart. Don't you worry. <laughs> In October 2019, he was convicted of three counts of murder and desecration of human remains, one count of attempted murder, two counts of aggravated sexual assault, aggravated arson, and kidnapping. And he was sentenced to 160 years in prison. (laughs) He will not even be eligible for parole for 145 years. So, sorry, but you're not going to live that long. Yeah. Uh, Spoiler alert. You probably won't live very long at all, actually. You might not make it very long. No. (laughs) Superior Court Judge Mark Ali said that the purpose of the sentence was to ensure that Wheeler Weaver never walked freely in society again. Good. Yeah, which is great because mm-hmm. usually that's not how it ends up. Mm-hmm. So thank you. It's like was a serial rapist and killer and uh, tormented many women and took their lives and tortured them, but I think only twenty years is fine, right? That that's enough to rehabilitate them. Then goes on to kill a bunch of more yeah. women. No, and rape little. I'm girls. I'm sorry, but rapists don't like change. No, if you're willing to rape somebody, that's just in you. You're exactly yeah, that and it's not it's not like oh I raped somebody. Ooh, okay, that I'm going to step down. It's like usually it only escalates from there. Like if they yeah. first rape, then they're probably going to get only more violent. Yeah. So, Wheeler Weaver, who was living in Orange at the time of the murders, said he intended to file an appeal of his conviction, but it was not likely to be granted as there are further suspicions of Khalil's actions. Oh my god. All of Wheeler Weaver's victims were vulnerable black women who had been involved with sex work and dealt with mental health issues Mm. or housing instability. About 45% of the approximately 89,000 missing persons in the U.S. in the United States are people of color. Mm. And many women went missing in the areas near and around the same times as Khalil was committing his murders. Acting Essex County Prosecutor Theodore Stevens II said, There certainly could possibly be others. There certainly could possibly be others. Um, wow. If that makes a lot of sense He's to you. very, very sure about this. Yes. That's why he's the acting prosecutor. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> In fact, there's another case, at least one, that we are looking, with a po- looking into with a possible tie-in. Oh, my gosh. And now we'll talk about that case. So, while preparing for his trial, another body was discovered. The badly decomposed remains of a young woman were discovered face down on the second floor of a vacant apartment building on April 5th, 2019. I hate that they're not, like, being left outside or anything. Like, that home is forever stained. Yeah. Well, they're, like, dilapidated buildings. Like, fallen down. Still, I don't like the idea of just dead people, people living in them. Dead bodies in buildings. Oh, well, yeah, that's, like, horrific. I'd rather find that outside. Especially when you find out how long it's been there. Yeah. So, the first floor of the apartment building had been used as storage for the funeral home adjacent to the building, mm. and access to the second floor apartment had been restricted for several years. Okay. It was determined that the woman had been strangled with a ligature, one of Khalil's M.O.'s, Investigators linked Khalil to this murder due to this detail and the fact that the estimated time of death would have fallen in the middle of his 2016 murder spree. She's up there from 2016 to 2019. The remains were identified as belonging to Mawa Dumbia. Dumbia had been reported missing on October 7th, 2016 by her father and sister. And she wasn't a woman. She was a 15-year-old girl. Oh. And she was last seen leaving her family's home in Newark. Unfortunately, her remains were found just five miles away in Orange, New Jersey. Oh, my God. The investigator searched Khalil's phone and found that he had contacted Mawa on the day of her disappearance through the tagged app under the same username Lil Yacht Rock. He had asked her for sex, offering to pay her $70 from his cell phone. It is not worth that. Sorry. You need to... Bring that up. Not even a 500 is worth it. Try multiplying that by another seven. (laughs) 
Another hundred? Multiply it by like a thousand. Come on. I'm not. Seventy dollars? Mm-mm. We I'm thinking like $70,000 would get you a good time. <laughs> I mean, I would probably do it for $70,000. Really? $70,000? What? Maybe. <laughs> what do you think Dylan would say? He'd say, yeah, because he's all about money. <laughs> he totally would. He's like, all right, fair enough. You're not jumping on this opportunity? Uh, you need to do this. No, I w- it would definitely uh, would raise depend. some flags. <laughs> oh. I wouldn't be like, yeah, that sounds... Legit. <laughs> hey, I if it was like I don't know, a famous person, maybe. <laughs> That's what does it for you? No, like you know somebody legit. Like whoa, you're of power. All right, seventy thousand dollars for one time. Sure, let's just get this done with. Like Donald Trump. Oh no, <laughs> that you couldn't pay me for. You could not pay me enough money. You, I you couldn't. Yeah, no, I would not do that. <laughs> Gosh, I want to vomit. Okay. So, um, Wheeler had used the same phone to search for her home address, and his phone pinged at her address, as well as later that day at the location her body was discovered. <laughs> so, all the details are coming together. Oh, my God. Wheeler Weaver was charged with murdering Dumbia, as well as mm. attempting sexual assault of a minor. Attempting? Yeah. I don't know if they... They couldn't actually determine that oh. she was sexually assaulted because she was so badly decomposed. decomposed. Yeah. yeah. Would you even have any tissues, like, left after that? Or would you just be not sludge and... I'm not even sure what it would end up bones. being like at that point. But it's... Well, a lot of evidence is gone. And you're we'll just laying out to, to keep, like, decompose to. It's not like you were buried or anything. Right. Like, right. you know when we found the dog? Mm-hmm. You're just out to the air. Like, who knows how long that dog had been out there for. But it wasn't just, like, just bones. It was buried in, in a bag. So it was, like, almost, like, mummied. Yeah, exactly. Of. That was crazy. Um, so the attempted sexual assault of a minor, endangering the welfare of a child, and desecration of human remains in March 2021. As far as I can tell, that trial has not happened yet, and for now, he is serving out his original sentence in the New Jersey State Prison. So, if you want to send letters and hate mail, that's where it goes. Yeah. And that's my case. (sighs) That is a case of Khalil Weaver. He sucks. He sucks major. He sucks so Late. much. Why are people so bad? Why do people do these things? Yeah, it's really people bad. People suck. They do. Well, my case is going to be happier than that, I will say. It's not happy, but it's not um depressing? Yeah, it's well, it, you could say it's kind of true crime. It's like true crime, but also maybe paranormal. Mm. I like it. Yeah. It's going to be good. cool, but I'm trying to decide between a few different things. Okay. I'm really having a hard time. You think it'll be ready next week? I'm going to try and get it done this weekend. We'll, okay. we'll see. I haven't actually officially started it yet because I can't choose a specific one. Mm. So, you want me to tell you? Uh, sure. Uh, if you want to. Well, let's finish this. In the- okay. I have my next one picked out, too. Is it true crime? No. Okay. And it's like oh. a topic. My core is sore. I did core. It's sore. Did you? Yeah. I did arms today. I did arms yesterday. What? You can see it. Yeah, you can. Mine looks small. (laughs) Doesn't it? No. (laughs) Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. We appreciate you sticking around Mm -hmm. and supporting us with your ears. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for the ears. We hope you have a good day. And remember, you can be strange, but do not be a stranger. Don't do it. <laughs> do not do that. Don't, 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 don't do it. Don't do that. Okay. You always take it there. All right. Zazai. Okay. Goodbye, guys. Bye. Bye. If you liked listening to the show and want to hear more from us in the future, then please rate, review, and subscribe to us in Apple Podcasts or follow us on your favorite podcatcher. If we're not on a platform that you prefer, then let us know and we will work to get our voices on there for you. You can reach us for comments, questions, or requests for case or paranormal phenomenon at sisteriouspod at gmail.com. You can tweet us at sisteriouspod. Check out our Instagram at Sisterious underscore podcast or like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Sisterious dash podcast. If you'd like to support us, you can donate to our Patreon page. 
Remember, you can be strange, but don't be a stranger. All right. We'll see you next time. See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.